Hey, you, Nina here. Thank you for listening into Triggered. Can we play with that? We are coming up at the end of the year, and I want to hear your moments. Please reach out to me if you have been listening, if you want to share a moment, if you want us to explore it on the podcast, I want to be here with you. I want to hold space for it. And I want us to play with whatever you know hard conversation it is that you want to turn into a teachable moment. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's wrap up the year nice and strong. This week, this particular episode that you're listening to is our Halloween week episode, yes? And so what this means is I was like, oh my goodness, what could we explore? Can we explore the horror of a toxic relationship that just keeps popping up? Now for me, I want you to really think about Are we talking about a toxic boss, a toxic colleague, a toxic friend, a toxic neighbor, a toxic partner, a toxic romantic interest, a toxic family member? Who is on the other side of this toxic relationship for you? Because we are going to be exploring setting boundaries, okay? Boundaries are so, so critically important. And the reason why I want to offer them this week And I promise by the end of this episode, you are going to have a very obvious tool to be able to use. But the reason why I want to offer them this week is because I have heard from so many of you about how you keep doing the same thing over and over in these toxic relationships. I have been there, done that. You may have been there or are there currently. Let's play with setting boundaries, y'all. Let's talk about it. Let's get some perspective on it. And this is going to be a super helpful episode for anyone who is either, you know, in the, well, you know, Nina, I really don't know how to set boundaries. That's really not my jam. I don't really have any perspective on that. let's get some perspective. Let's play with it. Yes. And then there's the flip side. Well, Nina, you know, I set the same boundary over and over again. I don't really have any diversity in how I can set a boundary between different people, right? I just want to protect myself. I just know that I, that's what I need. Fantastic. Right. Let's play with this and let's help diversify what it really means to set a boundary for you. Okay. Now, I am not there with you, but I am here trying to share through this platform, right? Grab a journal or a really good friend to dialogue with what comes up for you in this episode. That is how we keep exploring the material, yes? And especially before the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you, here's what you need to do in order to further explore the tool, okay? So get the journal, get the good friend, because you know, for now, as we explore setting boundaries and not everything, but at least one facet of setting boundaries, you know that I am curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. (sighs) 
All right. So I hope that you are having a fantastic Halloween week, or if you're listening to this after that, you've had a fantastic Halloween week and we are exploring boundaries. So I already asked you and invited you to consider a toxic relationship in your life. Again, friend, romantic partner, family member, colleague, neighbor, the relationship doesn't matter because what we're exploring is actually your ability to listen in and realize first, do I need to set a boundary with this person? Hmm, Do I even need to set one, right? Second, what kind of boundary needs to be set with this person? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this is the kind of boundary I need. And third, how do I set that boundary? How do I actually engage and enact it, right? And even hold that boundary, right? So think about that relationship in your life. Think about how horrible it might be to go over and over and over the same thing, right? It's, it's not necessary. We can disrupt that pattern. So here's what's going to happen. I want you to imagine that we've got a spectrum of boundaries here, Okay. A spectrum from one to five and five is the most intense boundary that it can be. It's the most distance between you and that person. And one is the least boundary that there can be. Okay. One is like, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty light, easygoing. Okay. Again, five is the most, one is the least boundary that you can be. So when we say first choose a relationship, you ask yourself, do I need to set a boundary in this relationship? Well, why is it that you'd need to set a boundary? Are you in danger? Do they keep coming back at you with the same negative things, putting you down, minimizing, misrepresenting, or outright rejecting your truth? If any of those things are true, you're being minimized, misrepresented, or outright rejected, time to set a boundary. Yes, boundaries are our friends. So you've already said answer to number one is yes, actually, I do need a boundary with this person, right? Second question, what kind of boundary is it? Remember that spectrum that we were talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay. So when we've got least boundary to most boundary, here's my metaphor image for you. Now, there are lots of metaphors out there. I will probably give you two in this episode to see what you can play with. Okay. So first, I want you to imagine that you have your own individual culture island. You get your own island, right? And so does that other person, their own individual culture island. And because of some difference in individual culture between these two islands, we have a conflict, right? And so we've got this toxic pattern that for some reason keeps popping up. So between these two islands, which do have water between them, right? They are islands. I want you to imagine that the least boundary that it could be is, let's say that there is a uh, sort of like a rickety wooden bridge, right? This would suggest that it was like a tenuous relationship, right? You're like, yeah, you know, we cross, but it's kind of shaky. We're working on making it more sturdy, right? We're like, okay, great, 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 right? You're like, but you know what? This It's not going to work for me because, you know, sometimes I really do need to set a boundary with them. And I say, great, great, great. So, If we know that they can't have access to our island all the time, we don't want that because something keeps popping up that is minimizing, misrepresenting, or outright rejecting us, then what can we do? First thing you can imagine is that there is a drawbridge between the two islands. Yes, a drawbridge in particular, because that means you can lift it up. 
There is a certain time when that bridges down and both of you can engage with one another. And then you say, oh, this is the time for me to lift up that drawbridge. Yes. And then you do not engage with that person while the drawbridge is lifted up. You just don't, right? Why? Because you don't want that toxic pattern to continue. So you set that boundary. The drawbridge is lifted up for me right now, right? I'm not going to fill in the blank with the things that you are not going to do. So I'm not going to spend time with them if the drawbridge is up, right? You're only going to spend time with them if you feel like, yeah, we're both in a safe and stable enough space to walk across that bridge when it's down and we pull it up when it's not as helpful or beneficial for this relationship. Yeah. We keep going. Let's say that the drawbridge isn't enough. You're like, Nina, it's not enough. I need to be able to really set some more boundaries with them. I can't spend time with this person. I don't want them to walk over to my island. I just want it to be like visitation. And I say, great. I want you to now imagine if that's the level up that we're doing with even more distance, even more uh, structure to this boundary, that perhaps you send over a boat right? Now, what's the metaphor, of course, is I send over a boat when I want to send over that boat, or I invite them to send over a boat when they want to send over a boat, okay? So this means maybe we set up scheduled time, okay? Scheduled time to see one another. If I know that I can only see Susie Q for two hours on Saturday morning before things start to go off, that's the only time that I get that, that my boat is heading over to that island. You know what? Maybe we don't even go to each other's island. Maybe we're meeting at a third island. Do you see where I'm going with this metaphor? Helping you to diversify your perspective on what it is to set a boundary. Okay. Lots of different possibilities here on what that sort of sending a boat across or receiving someone's boat can look like. But boats run on a schedule. Okay. <laughs> so, Think about that. Write that down. If you're like, oh, I think we definitely, it's the boat that we need. Great. Write it down. What's that going to look like in reality for you? Okay. I'm going to keep going. If the drawbridge is not there, uh, if the, excuse me, the boat is not the appropriate one, you're like, no, Nina, I really feel like, you know, I need even more structure, even less time. I I can't, even 30 minutes with this person is too much. I, I don't even know that we can be in the same physical space, right? Now, at some point, I will say, is this a relationship that you really need to have in your life? And I'll get really clear. And I would say, is this a relationship that you're choosing in your life? Or do you feel obligated to have this relationship in your life? Because let's be real, relationships are work, okay? Even if we go back over the metaphors that we've already shared, that rickety wooden bridge at the beginning, sometimes it is okay to say, I have to burn this bridge. I've got to burn it. It's too shaky. It's too unstable. It's not good for me. It's not good for them. The bridge has got to be burned. I can't have a relationship with this person like that. And maybe that's right. I don't know the context of your story, but you'll really have to journal and talk this out and decide for yourself. Okay. So we move past the drawbridge. We move past the boats. You say, I need something a little bit more uh, stringent, right? I need more structure. And I say, fantastic. I'm glad that you've realized this. And you seem to still want this relationship in your life in some way, shape, or form. So can we limit it to just a carrier pigeon? And you say, what do you mean just a carrier pigeon? And I tell you, a carrier pigeon, as in just text messages, maybe just email, maybe you just talk on the phone, right? What is going to be, right? The metaphor, which is the carrier pigeon, and what is going to be the reality What is that going to look like in your own life if that's the kind of boundary that needs to be set up between you and this other person's island? You picking up what I'm putting down? I hope you are. 
Let's keep going. Let's say you were like, Nina, I still, for some reason, feel like I need to have this person in my life. I, I really can't even, I cannot even speak with them on the phone because I don't know when they're going to be stable or when they're going to be sound or, or when they're going to have my best interest. They're that unstable right now, Nina, at least as far as our relationship is concerned, right? That's how it, that's how it happens. So the care preacher, I can't, I can't speak with them on that, right? It really has to have even more structure and, and there's something there, right? At which point I say, okay, at what point do you now need to have guards at the edge of your island? Because that person is that unpredictable. They send you a carrier pigeon after you've asked them not to send carrier pigeons. Yes, be really clear with your boundaries. You've asked them not to do this. They continue to do it. At what point do we say it's time to set up the army, the military, the wall, the add some extra sharks in your water, right? Now, just to be clear, I'm not suggesting that you hurt yourself or somebody else. The metaphor of this is your safety network, okay? Your support system, the things that are going to help protect you when somebody really is not in a space and does not have the capacity to realize that they're violating your boundary or they don't care, right? Which is another reality for, for human beings, right? Consequences, still a thing. So if you were to set this up, I say, we need, we need to block them, right? If they're not blocked on your phone, if they're not blocked in your email, if they're not blocked, right? Um, but if your security guard doesn't know that they should be blocked from coming on your property, all the things that happen in this way, that, right? That is the reality of the metaphor of adding sharks to the water or put, building a wall or having your, you know, your own sort of military. There is, you've got to have a boundary, there has to be that sort of, if you can imagine like a port and we have people come into the port and then they have to make it past, oh my goodness, what is the word that I am looking for? People who meet you at the port or at the airport, but you can't get past them. There's a word that I'm looking for and it's not coming to me. But if it comes to you, please message me because that will now bother me. <laughs> customs. It's like you have to make it past customs. Okay. Good law. Thank you that that finally came. I want you to imagine that that is the most boundary that can be. You have to set those boundaries up. If somebody does not realize or does not care, right, that they're violating your boundaries that you've already set, you have to set it up yourself. Lock them, do what is needed, right? Communicate ahead of time, sure, if that's what's right for your, your journey, but block them. Put up the walls that are necessary to protect yourself and to remove the opportunity for them to harm you. Right? If they can't protect you from them, you will have to do that. Okay. So I hope that this has been helpful. We are coming to the end of the episode. You know that I'm curious what is sitting with you. Okay. I did say I was going to give you two metaphors. So take a moment here to pause and head to your journal, write it out. What's the relationship, right? what level of boundary is appropriate between your two islands, given the metaphor we just did? Is it a rickety old, you know, damaged bridge that really needs to be burned? We can burn the bridge. Again, don't hurt yourself or other people. We're talking in metaphor here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it a drawbridge? We just need a very particular type of boundary where it's like, no, I can spend some time with them, you know, but you know, not all the time with them, right? I don't have that kind of relationship with them. Great. You get your drawbridge going. Okay. Do you need to have a boat that has very particular times when it is allowed to dock? Okay. 
If that's not it, do we, are we doing carrier pigeons? Yes. Text messages, things of this nature, right? Are we doing carrier pigeons? And if carrier pigeons aren't enough, we've got to build that wall. And we set those boundaries to nix that communication. We're blocking intentionally, right? Um, so that it limits all access to your island and thus keeps you safe and helps them stop harming you. This making sense? You picking up what I'm putting down? Okay. Write it down in your journal. What's the boundary that is needed in that relationship I asked you to look into? Okay. Now, for those of you who like a second metaphor, this one is going to be pretty quick. Okay. Let's imagine that I gave you some property, right? Heck, I'm not giving you the property. You own that property. You know, it's internally within you, so to speak. Okay. (laughs) So you have this property and on your property, I want you to imagine that you have a main homestead. Okay. Now you want to protect that main homestead at all costs. And you've noticed that certain people need certain boundaries. There are some people who are allowed to walk in and out of that door on your homestead. Beautiful. Know who those people are. They're allowed to walk in and out, right? You know that they're safe. You feel safe with them. And that's why they have that level of access to you. Making sense? Let's keep going. We take it up a level. Maybe there are some people who, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to need them to like schedule ahead and ring the doorbell, right? Or even, you know, I've got a gate around the property, right? And let's imagine in the case of this, that it's like a small white picket fence or a small brown picket fence or some type of small brick wall, right? But something here that is short and you can actually see over it, right? I want you to imagine that it's short enough and you can see over it because it's like, oh yeah, I do want to see that person, but I also would like to make sure that I see them at the gate. I don't want them to walk in and out of my front door as they please, right? And it's, I don't want them right outside my doorstep bringing the doorbell either. I really would like that distance. Notice what we're doing here with boundaries where, you know, I'm good with seeing them from a distance. I just want to make sure that you know, I have time and can prepare myself as needed before they walk through the little door in the fence and then get closer and into the property. Is this making sense? We just moved up to level two. Okay. Now we're getting even more distance. Okay. Let's say we're going three, four, five, three. Now you're like, for sure, I need a uh, tall brick wall. I don't really want them to see over. And I'd like like a security system. So like they have to like buzz into the little intercom and maybe a security guard is is standing there and they have to deal with that, right? We've got a very particular type of distance here, right? Maybe they don't even have access to you if this is the case, not direct, right? They've got to check in with something else before they get to you, okay? Think about, again, what is happening in reality if this is where you're like, no, yes. Oh, that person, I need that security guard for them, right? So what does that mean for you in reality? We keep going. Okay. If you're at like three, four, five, four, five in particular with the most boundary that you need with somebody who just keeps showing up toxic in your life, we get a little bit more distance and a little bit more security. Okay. So then we imagine you have land. Okay. Lots of land and they're not permitted on the land. Okay. Very tall gate locked. Maybe you have security. They really need to contact you ahead of time before they can even come on the property. Right. And they may not be invited into the main homestead. You may meet them at the gate. You may meet them at a very particular plot of land on your property, but maybe they don't get access to your primary homestead. Why? Because we now have seen they're not safe, right? This is why we would set up a level four or five boundary. Okay. Five, I have to imagine, right? Again, even more distance. Do we have a brick wall? Um, do we have other another town in between you and them, right? What is the level of distance here? 
Is it a titanium wall? I've had that pop up for clients before, right? But the idea is, you know, even if it were 20 feet thick titanium wall, you can't hear them through that, right? That's the kind of boundary that we want for level fives. Very little to no access to you. Makes sense. (laughs) So write this down. This is another great pausing point to take out that journal or to be like, oh, this is what I need to talk about. What is the boundary that needs to be set? Okay. Now at the beginning, I asked you three questions, right? So here they are again, if you'd like to write them down. The first thing I said is, does this relationship need to have a boundary, right? Do I just need to talk it out? Even that can be setting a boundary. Or does this relationship need to have a boundary or can I remove myself, right? Whatever your answer is to that first question, let's say the answer is yes, it needs a boundary. Then we move to part two. What type of boundary does it need? Well, my friend, I just gave you two different, right? Metaphorical boundary images here that offer you a variety of options in what your boundaries can look like. You absolutely should have multiple um, types of boundaries that you can set because you have different types of relationships, right? One type of boundary for all the relationships in your life isn't going to allow you the diversity of experience that you deserve to have as a human being, okay? So then you decide for question two, what type of boundary do I have? Am I talking a one, two, three, four, five, right? Is it my little picket fence that I can see over, you know, are they readily allowed on the homestead? Do I need sharks in the water, right? Restraining order in that case, if that's the case, right? Do you see where I'm going with this? You get to decide what this boundary is, right? We want to move you forward. So that was question two, right? Then the third one is how do I set this boundary? How do I set the boundary, right? And maintain that boundary. Well, if you know what type of boundary it is and you say, okay, I need a level three boundary, decide specifically what your options are for a level three type boundary or whatever level you are needing in this relationship. And then ask yourself, what support do I need to engage this? That is how you not only set, right? You've decided specifically what it is, but you maintain. You need to know what kind of support are you going to need in order to keep that going. Does this make sense? Oh, boundaries. Boundaries are so, so, so important. Okay. So I know we've already said that we're coming to the end. You know that I'm curious. I hope that you journaled. I hope you dialogued. And I hope that you have written down this tool. If setting boundaries and our exploration of it, right? Our creative exploration of it has been helpful for you. Please share this episode, share the knowledge that you've got, right? We want people to be talking about emotional regulation and their own identity and how to empower themselves to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. So without further ado, Oh, I guess with one more ado, actually, just a reminder, if you have moments that you want to share, we've got two months left in this year. I want to share your moment. Let me play with it with you. Let me help you transform a hard conversation into a teachable moment. Okay. All right. So that's now officially enough for me because that is what we planned for today, folks. Thank you so much for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human being. And of course, you know, if this has been helpful, please share the episode, okay? That is what helps new people find us when you share. So stay curious.